everyone, welcome back to yet another week. Well, technically, I don't know if we're going to release it the same week as Ethan's, but welcome back to yet another episode of Casual Sports Talk. You guys know me, my name is Daniel. I am here in Brady's closet with yours truly. Hello. Brady Gunfine is here, Brady my G's closet. here. We're it's in the closet. The yeah. Uh, so that's going to be all my talking for today. The rest of the, t- the time, Brady is going to just speak by himself. I'll see you guys later. Uh, good night. No, I'm kidding. No, but for real, Brady wants to go on a bit of a rant. It's my time to shine. Don't, don't touch the mic, Brady. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, Brady, Brady wants to go on a bit of a rant. Uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, Evidently, the Patriots. We're gonna talk about. Uh, uh, we're gonna talk about the Patriots, the championships. The Chiefs, the Rams, the Saints. And then we're gonna talk about championship the, week. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the then now Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Upcoming week. And then we're gonna get. We're gonna give you guys a nice in-depth analysis of what we think is gonna happen. What we expect to happen. Yeah. The breakdown of the matchups and whatever we think yeah, should happen. Exactly. Because me and Diane are about to become new. Offensive, defensive coordinators in the NFL. Yeah, so is, so is Ethan. Ethan uh, actually wants to be the commissioner. If you, if you, uh, if, if any of you listeners uh, listen to Ethan's uh, podcast for this week, he was giving some advice to Roger Goodell as well on how to run the NFL. And uh, I think it's pretty solid. And uh, Ethan has a running for the next commissioner in the NFL because you know he's very qualified to be the commissioner. Anyways, without further ado, Brady, you want to take the floor? Oh God, let's everybody take a deep breath in and out. Sit back, get comfortable. This Everybody, might... cleanse your ears of all your hatred in your ears, because I will not be having no hate. It's all about love and positivity in this podcast. And <laughs> wait, wait! If the Pats would have lost, would you have said that? Yeah. You would have said this is all about love and positivity today. I would have been upset, but like, if 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 he wouldn't have been offside and he and we lost off that interception, I would have been like Gronk needs to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, we lost. What do you want me to do? Gronk's like dumbass who dropped the ball, and I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Whatever it is, what it is. So now back to my rant. Go ahead. First buddy. of all, I wanna, so we start off with that point. So <laughs> we'll start at that point of the game. It was like thirty seconds left. No, forty-nine. Eh. Yeah, something around there. Fifty-six. Sorry, fifty-six seconds left. Brady threw a pass a little too high, bounced off Gronk's fingertips. To I forget who picked it off. Was it Steven Nelson? Either way, I don't remember who it was. Someone picked them off. Picked it off. Yeah. And then. D Ford was offside, offset the penalty, offset the interception, ball back. But what I wanted to say is, Gronk has had his worst year with us yet, right? Yeah, he has been. It's been, it's been lackluster. He's been kind of disappearing. Like the only thing he's been really good at is been blocking and like a lot of tight. You, you see my Tyus Bennett. You see a lot of Tony Gonzalez. You see a lot of people talking now on their shows or whatever their social media outlets are. Is it shows how great Gronk is that he makes an impact in the game and he's not even catching balls. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Sonny Michelle was a tank in the Chargers game and in the Chiefs game till he got hurt towards the end. I think he got hurt because mm-hmm. Rex Burke had to go over and I don't know why he would take over over, over Sony. But either way, whatever. Took over. Gronk made Tony Romo was first off. We all applaud Tony Romo. Honestly, I don't know how he's not a coach. Stephen A. Smith said it himself, but like Tony Romo's. Been on point. Yeah, but at the same time, like, Terrell Owens also made a point that if he's able to do that now, why Why can't he do it? (laughs) He's in his playing, you know what I mean? It's different different when you're you're literally on the field and when you have a perspective of the entire entire field. It's completely different. When you're a quarterback, your, your, your field of vision is a lot more narrow, whereas when you're a coach or even him on the sidelines watching it from either a TV or the big screen or actually seeing on the field there... 
is completely different. Yes. Because you, so, your, your, your field of view is the entire field. So, Anyways, I, I agree with you definitely. I still definitely think Tony was a great quarterback in his time. But either way, it was it was really... It was hard to watch Gronk play a little bit towards this towards the start of the game. Then when it came to the end, when he got that, I want to say a nine route or a go route, whatever you want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. He just ran straight up. Tom just threw up for him, and he's a big boy on Eric Berry, who is probably, in my opinion, one of the best safeties in the league. He just caught the ball over him, right? Overpowered him. Made the biggest play of the game, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Then he makes another big play in overtime, which we're going to get into about people complaining about overtime is not fair, Patriots were lucky. I don't understand how you can say they're lucky when on their 20-yard line, there was there was third and 10. They couldn't get one yard on you. They had one last shot. Or you're punting the ball. You're on your 20, right? You're not going to go for it on your 20. They make the convert, right? Mm-hmm. Get ha- at, at least a 50-yard line. Third and 10 again. Convert. To Gronk on the slant. He ran a slant. And he converted for 10 yards, right? Which was another big play in the game. I just I mean, don't... Are you talking about the, the play when... when... Gronk brought them in to like the red zone and and then Burkhead ran it in, like to much, to, yeah. to like get the upper hand type yes. of thing. It was like 20, 24, 28. No, this is I'm talking about overtime. Oh, you're talking about overtime. Okay. Because they were in overtime. 20, okay. In overtime, they had three. They were three times. They they drove the ball three times. They hit third and ten, and they converted yeah. each and every time. That's true. So I understand how you're gonna tell me. Oh, they were so lucky. All the Chiefs needed to do was one more stop. They stopped them three other times. They stopped them nine times, right? Yeah. Out of 11 plays they had there, or whatever, 12, I'm not good at math, out of the 12 <laughs> plays they had, whatever, that's on nine times. They only made three passing plays, and they, they were first and goal, they just ran it twice, and they scored, right? Yeah. So I just don't understand how, you're going to tell me they're lucky. Look. It wasn't really luck. Look. It was more Brady being Brady and being clutch and being good. The Chiefs, they didn't make any, they didn't make any situational, like, they didn't scheme in, the, in, in halftime and fix anything, which is why their defensive coordinator fired. The coat like Andy Reid came out like came out and said I was sick and tired of him not making any fixes towards in half on, on halftime. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick is like it's probably what he's best at yeah. at halftime realizing it's not working. Scheme up something else and fix it and put it in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it just it's just so it bothers me. And for people to tell me the Patriots got lucky because D four was offside, I counted three times Stephen Nelson. Got away with pass interference or holding on the receiver, and nothing was called. Nothing was called. I mean, that's he, that's that's yeah. it was big chunk plays that don't get called because it's wherever the ball is, right? Wherever the wherever the penalty happens, they go to the ball. They go they go to where the penalty happens. So it's just like it. You could, they're refs. They're human beings. They make mistakes all the time. The Saints, the Saints, and uh, Rams. Rams game. Mm-hmm. Really bad. They were more looking at the ball than they were looking at the people, because they're looking for the guy, so, the so, ball to go to. So the... was uh, what's his name? Col- Coleman. What's his name? Uh, fuck. Uh, damn. What's the what's the corner? What's the cornerback's name there? Coleman. Coleman something. Yeah, his name is Coleman. Um. Anyways, yeah, the, he wasn't looking at the ball either. <laughs> well, yeah, because he was watching Sorry. the receiver. Roby Coleman. Roby Coleman. Yeah. that's it. So he was looking at the receiver, and a lot of times some corners look at the receiver, look at their eyes, and their eyes widen up, right? Because the ball's coming, your your pupils like kind of get excited, whatever. Your eyes get excited. They just go to hit away, so because they're expecting the ball to be right there. Yeah. But either way, end of the day, Bill Belichick has brought this up a long time ago, a long, long time ago. He 
he thinks anything under two minutes should be challengeable. Anything under two minutes. You, and you know, you know what Ethan Ethan brought in his uh, brought up in his podcast also just to just a reference to that. He also brought up the fact that the the NFL should bring in um, the coach's ability to challenge penalties also because penalties have the potential to change the game also. When, 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 you, when there's a call that has the potential to change the game, you should be able to challenge that because it might be wrong, just to get a second you, view on you it. You can't challenge all penalties. Because then, then a coach can challenge almost any penalty. Oh, well, then give them a limit to how many penalties, how many uh, challenges they have. But then per... they, if they used it up, and then when that play happens, it's either way. Well, it's their it fault, then. It's, it's their fault, but it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. We're still in the same situation where the ref fucked up. The ref shouldn't have, the ref should make that call so much to fix it, right? Yeah. We're still in the same situation. Even if they give them challenges, it should make it that anything is reviewable under two minutes. Like touchdowns, like turnovers, like anything is under two minutes when you could say are game changing plays. Yeah. Because it happens in the in the thir- in the first quarter, third start of the third, start of the fourth. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Because you could It's count, a bad call. Yeah, you could get But you still have time to yeah. come back from it's it. It's a fourth quarter and the when fourth it, quarter when thing. When it's the two minutes left in the game or two minutes left in the half. That's momentum shift. That's momentum changing. That's game changing plays. Yeah. So I agree with Bill Belichick in the sense that they should be anything should be challengeable. Anything should be, anything should be reviewable under two minutes. Because mm-hmm. the NFL, if it was reviewable, the NFL calls in and is like, oh, there's a mistake, or when there's a touchdown, or there's a catch. Well, they called Sean Payton after, and they said, yeah, it's a mistake. Yeah, but if, when there's a catch, right? The NFL calls up. Oh, you should probably review this. It's, it, it's a little close, right? Yeah. So they go and review it. They call in. They go. They call because they. New York, they call into whatever, whatever city they're in, yeah. the the head ref, and they, you know what I mean. So they could do that for that. They could do it for the penalties as well, because the NFL obviously saw it. They knew. Yeah. Everybody knew. The Rams knew. Todd Gurley on his Instagram knew. Todd Gurley. Everybody. Roby Coleman knew afterwards. He said, "Yeah, I don't know how they didn't call that." Everybody knew. So what I'm saying is, we can stop here on the refs. Saints fans. I would be just as frustrated, if not more. Mm-hmm. I feel for you. Rams fans, I said at the start of the season, I said the Rams were the best team in the league. Did I not? Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I did. said at the start of the season. I said, I, I think I'm pretty sure I did Ram Patriots. Start we'll, of the season. We'll, we'll look back on our tapes uh, for next next episode. I'm sure I did, because I obviously won Patriots going to the Super Bowl, and I thought the Rams were the best team, so I probably went Rams saying Ram Patriots. But either way, the Rams, and, and the thing about it, they beat you without Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley had nine carries the whole game. Yeah. Had one touchdown in the second quarter, and it looked like he was limping off the field. And Anderson is terrible. Anderson's not terrible. I don't like him. Why don't you like him? He's just... He's like, ru- he, ra- he runs for a lot of the yards. He's he's very... He's a guy Maurice Jones-Drew, where he's just a pinball. And he <laughs> Ethan said he's, he's, a, he's an Eddie Lacy. <laughs> He's way better than Eddie Lacy. Like size-wise. Size wise. No, because Eddie Lacy was a six-foot something. So he's 5'11", five 5'11", five whatever. He's massive. But he's, he's a little tubby. But so is Morris Jones-Drew. So is... So is... Uh, who else am I thinking of right now? Michael Turner. Yeah. On the Falcons. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Those, those guys, and they were still good, good running backs. Yeah. So is... You can't deny that CJ Anderson had a great last two games and playoffs. Wasn't for him. You can make an argument they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be where they are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up his stats right now. He, he last like game, yards. forty-four yards last game. Okay, but from about the past two games. And then he went one twenty-three and one thirty-two back to back against Dallas and San, San Fran and uh, Dallas and San, well Dallas was a playoff game, but San Fran was the last game of the regular season. That's when he really blew up. Um, but what I'm trying to get at here is the fact that 
like Todd Gurley was a no show, and I think I don't if think they, it's a no show. I think it's an injury. He limped off. There's no way you're gonna tell me you're gonna use C.J. Anderson over Todd Gurley. Who is the best player on their team? Yeah. Well, I, I believe yeah. he's probably injured. He's still been injured, and they probably were like, okay, we're gonna have him active and let him play a little bit during the, the playoffs to see. And he's like, look, he's probably need surgery or something. Yeah, he's going to come gonna, out after saying... He's going to go out, all out for the Super Bowl. And then he's going to come out saying he has a... He doesn't give a shit. He has a torn But then he's going to be like, look, I sprained my MCL or whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't make sense for the reason for them not, for them not playing him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they keep the that, that tandem together for, for the for the future. I think it's a great tandem. By the way, you were saying CJ Anderson is 5'11". He's 5'8 for the record. So even F- better. 5'8", 225. Even better. He's tiny. Exactly. He's our height and like 225. Okay, but he's also muscle, but it's like a, there's a tub there. Yeah. I don't lie. It's a thick boy. He's a thick boy. Thick boy, but he's running well, so it doesn't matter. It's fair. He's doing well. He's doing, he's like a bruiser burning, running back, you know what I mean? <laughs> like a like our bump, but like not 6'4". Like, you said a pinball machine. I like that. Yeah, one. that's like what that it reference. is. That's the, it's a bowling ball. That's what the, that's the words they use. I don't, I don't know. I still so think now, that... are you ready for like the biggest... The biggest part of this, right? Wait, but before before your rant takes off more, I just wanna I just wanna point out something that you said before about how the Pats were lucky, like how a lot of people are saying Pats are lucky, Pats are lucky. The reason why people are saying the Pats are lucky is because the overtime rules suck. We've gone on this rant before. Ethan's gone on this rant in his podcast. I've gone on this rant like weeks and weeks and weeks ago when there was a similar not a similar situation, but when the overtime uh, should have continued. Um, I really am a strong believer and a strong advocate for the rules to be like the college rules with overtime. Ethan said this also. I said this weeks ago, like I said. And I just think that a a big reason why people are saying the Pats are lucky is because they won the coin toss, which a coin toss means like, okay, you have the ball first, which gives you a much stronger chance of winning the game. Yes, obviously, the Chiefs had a chance to shut them down multiple times, but ultimately, the Chiefs didn't start with the ball. The Pats did. If the Chiefs would have had one more try to go and get... Uh, get down the field uh, and get a field goal or a touchdown. Like it would be such a different game. But it still bothers me because they still had the chance to stop them, right? They had three times they had them in the third time they couldn't stop them. No, I know, I know, I agree with you there. But the thing is that the Chiefs didn't even didn't even like they didn't even have the ball. But the defense had a chance, right? The okay. defense still had a chance. Yeah, and and the offense prevailed to be You're better. You're a team. Than that. Yeah. You're a team. It should be combined together. Yeah, but your offense is not controlling your defense and vice versa. Right, so that's, that's the whole point, right? Your defense needs to be accountable for your defense. Your offense needs to be accountable for your yes. offense. Yes, and I still think that, that each defense and offense should have at least one shot. I, I get it, but at the same time, it's those are the rules as of right now. Maybe they change them to yeah. uh, you get a quarter and then whatever happens, you go you just go play quarter per quarter type yeah. of thing. Who I still, knows? I still, I still, I, that's, I'm a strong believer, strong advocate in that. I think it should be quarter by quarter, and like, and it should be like an overtime, like not uh, not a sudden death. No, in hockey, it's sudden death. It's the first, it's the yeah, first goal first, wins. Yeah, but hockey's a little different. Yeah, it's more like basketball. Whereas basketball, yeah, you have you, you have, have a quarter, quarter, and that's it. And the, yeah, exactly. And then like, and if it continues, then so continues. so on so on. Yeah. So talking about greatness, right? Yeah. Brady's gone to now. This is gonna be his eighth Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. No ninth, ninth Super Bowl. He's won five, lost three. It's the ninth Super Bowl. He's... It's Robert Kraft's 10th in 25 years. 10th or 11th now? They were the two Super Bowls before. I don't remember. You have to look it up. Quick yeah. maths. Quick math. Look up when, Belich- when Robert Kraft won... Robert Kraft, he, 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 bought, he bought the Patriots 25 years ago 
Today. Today. Yes. Yeah, exactly today. But was but was the first time when they played the Packers. Give me a second. I'll see how many. He's a five-time Super Bowl champion, ten-time AFC champion. He says he says he's, he's won the Super Bowl five times. Yes, because that's the five times the Patriots. He's won it, but I'm going to see how many they, times they he's... They lost twice to Drew Bledsoe, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, that's two right there. But did he own the team with both Drew Bledsoe appearances? Ooh. Maybe only one. He bought them 25 years ago. Whatever, either way. In 90, yeah, 92. And they've been to the A's championship game 13 times. Think about that. Eight years in a row? Wait, no, less than 13 times. He, they've Robert, been. Robert Kraft. Oh, no, sorry. I, I mean, they sorry. Won cha- they've won it 10 times. Time. Yeah. They've been 13. Yeah. You're right. And Brady's been eight times in a row now. Do you understand? Eight years in a row? It's ridiculous. It's almost older than Miles. I know. Miles was one year old the last time the Patriots weren't in the AFC yeah. Championship game. Think about that. Yeah. A lot That's of, crazy. Yeah, I know. And in the past 10 years, Brady's been in literally... He's like since two thousand one, so the past nineteen years, he's only missed like, like he has, he's barely missed any of the Super Bowls for the AFC. Remember the stat? I had to find it again. Yeah. But I I'd like to make a parallel before you go into your debt. Your 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 greatness. But but a, a quick parallel between that and the Golden State Warriors, which is going to let you go on to your segue into greatness. Uh, a big reason why people hate the Golden State Warriors, a big reason why the people hate the Pats, is because people don't like watching the same team every single year. You know, people used to hate the Celtics also when it used to be Celtics and Lakers every single year, way back when. People didn't like them. People doesn't, don't like the Patriots because they've been to the Super Bowl nine times. Uh, like in, in the past. In the, in the 19 past. years. Yeah, exactly. Well, 2001. 18 years. Nine okay. times out of... Past, uh, past eighteen years. Okay, yeah, exactly. Anyways, so then the that's half. Yeah, doing the half. It's ridiculous. Yeah, people people want change. People want difference. Because you know, like last year it was the Patriots. Year before that, they're three peated. Yeah, exactly. Right now, imagine they won last year. They would have been back to back. This would have been the three peat. I swear, I promise you, I know this for a fact. If he would have three peat, if they would have retired, he would have retired. If he would have won this game, he would have retired one hundred percent. Tom Brady or uh, Bill Belichick? They both would have. Walk off as a three P champ. Yeah. In that's football, right. it's never been done before. That's true. It's been three out of four has been done. But a three peat. And you could say it's the hardest. I, I I wouldn't say it's the hardest, but it's up there with the with the Lakers, with Phil Jackson when Kobe did it. Yeah. Yeah, Kobe did it, right? Yeah. And then and LeBron with, did? And, no, and the well LeBron didn't three peat win. He went to the finals that many times. But, but MJ the goals, MJ okay. won. Did did did, did, did the three peat. No, they lost. Oh no, right. That's true. They get three peat now. Oh, that's this true. year, if they win. Yeah. Anyways, um, either way, it's different because in NFL, it's it's one ra- it's one look, game. I, I was listening to Colin Coward. He put up a stat that Patriots Super Bowls are watched are watched less by like two or three percent. The Golden State Warriors finals were the least, and the, the Golden State Warriors and Cleveland Cavalier finals were the least watched. The the Alabama and Clemson, the, this three, this trilogy four Pete they've had, oh, back, yeah. has been the least watched college finals. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what I said, people want people, difference. People, people want, want things difference. to change. Yeah, so this people is what I'm want to say. Fans, so now, so not, all, not all NFL fans are, are, are Patriots fans, right? Mm-hmm. All Patriots fans are NFL fans, not all NFL fans are Patriots fans. I, a I big chunk know, of them. I don't know many Patriots fans around me. I get, I get roasted a lot. Yeah, because a lot of people. 
are called bandwagons. Anyways, but what I'm trying to say is that like a lot of people want their teams to go to the finals. A lot of people want their uh like there there's 32 teams in the league, correct? Yeah. So you are one of 32 teams. I mean, if if, if every if every single let's just say like fans are split equally throughout North America uh, as like divided by thirty two right. It's a lot of math for me. What? It's a lot of math for me. I'm I know. Okay, so let's just not say that. But regardless, what I'm trying to say is that like people want a, an opportunity for their teams to make it. They're oh, they're good I, teams. They I want. I get it. They I want, love variety. Yeah. I love variety. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also a fan of the Patriots. So I want to see my my team do well. Yeah. So. At the end of the day, I'm not mad at it. I'm always going to watch it. Okay. So now I want to get at greatness, right? People hate. What do people hate the most? People hate on the Patriots the most. People hate LeBron. People hate LeBron. When people hate LeBron. The, only, the only GOAT people hate... Who else, was I, who else did I mention before? The Golden State, well, the Golden State Warriors. People, people hate the Golden State Warriors. The only GOAT that, that wasn't hated? MJ. MJ, yeah. But even then, so I'm going to talk about a scandal that just happened during the Pages Chiefs game, right? Mm-hmm. There was a laser pointer oh, yeah. in Tom Brady's eye. Mm-hmm. That happens in Boston. You know we're having right now? Laser gate. Yeah. That's literally what we're having. Steelers, it happened to the Steelers and the Packers or the Steelers and the Bears where it's known that the Steelers, the other team's communications, like they can't, their mics and stuff to the, to the, to the quarterback to... Um, relay plays mm-hmm. doesn't work all the time. Yeah. No one, no one has said anything about the Steelers. No one says anything about the Steelers, right? Just blown, whatever. There was another possible deflate gate with the Jaguars. Everybody brushed that over. But it's also those aren't in the Super Bowl, also. It still happens, right? Yeah. It still happens. I understand with you, everything should be taken equally, but like also, it wasn't in the Super Bowl game. The but the deflate gate again. If you want to go back. There's so many arguments on whatever, who did what, but it didn't even affect the outcome of the game. It Brady became Brady played better when they got the proper ball. Yeah, they actually like to be fair, plays devil's advocate here. They actually brought on sports science and 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 it was actually it's less it's harder to catch the ball when the balls are deflated like that. So like I mean, it's not like he's like yeah, like he, they, they, he, he wasn't like, getting any benefits this, from it. It was literally just a wish hunt of nothing. People hate John Jones. People hate, people hate Daniel Cormier. Everybody hates John Jones. They say he's a cheater. Everybody hates Daniel Cormier because they're saying, well, John Jones beat you. Why are you the champion? Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody loves to hate greatness. Everybody hates George. A lot of people not from Montreal and Canada hate, hate George St. Pierre because they say he fought, like, he picked his fights. He didn't pick, he picked his matchups. Also, like Connor. People like to say Connor's the best. People like to say Connor's the OG champ champ. People, right? People also hate Floyd, people say, Floyd Mayweather also. But Floyd was great one thing. He didn't let you hit him. Yeah. You know, and people hate that he would just dance around everybody. It wasn't exciting to watch, right? He still won. He still has the best record. He's still the best fighter, pound for pound. Uh, maybe Boxer, not all time. Boxer, not fighter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Boxer. Boxer. But, you know what I mean? People hate it. And it just, it doesn't make sense to me why we're going to go hate. And why would you, like... There's very, there's only a few people in the media, and there's only a few people I know that just appreciate and want to enjoy history and greatness, right? Yeah. Like we're watching it; it's never gonna happen again, right? The Bills did it; they, went, they did a four P, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Steelers were dominating the seventies to like ninety seventies and eighties. Almost. You want to create a parallel? The Habs were dominating the sixties, seventies, also. And probably eighties, no. Yeah. I they guess won twenty five, right? Yeah, so yeah. it was twenty four. 
24. Yeah. 124. So, you know what I mean? Like, they dominate. Like, there's so many different times. And we're looking at a guy who's doing it with not all-star, not Pro Bowl players, right? I talked to someone today. I was trying to have a conversation, right? I said, do you think Julian Edelman's a Hall of Fame receiver? Everybody's like, no. Yeah. I said, well, what do you mean, no? He's their top right receiver right now, technically. He's not, he's not even his top right receiver. He gets 100 receptions when he's healthy, plays a full season. He gets a few touchdowns. Second, second all-time in receptions in the playoffs. He's going to be up there in receptions overall in his, for his whole career, right? Mm-hmm. So what else do you what else do you want? He's gonna be a three time Super Bowl champion, right? If they win, we'll yeah. see what happens. He's two time right now because he won Seattle and won Falcons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, what what else do you want him to do? What else? Do, what more? Right? Same with Wes Welker. People are like, is he a Hall of Famer? You know what I mean? It's just like I people just want to hate. I'm just enjoying this ride. Everybody's like, oh, just wait, just wait. Their downfall is coming soon. But one thing about greatness and one thing about the Steelers, they never really had a downfall. They had maybe one or two years, mm-hmm. but they always stay consistent. And the Patriots, especially with Robert Kraft's percentage and his lineage right now so far, he's right, Bill Parcells, Steve, um, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. Those were his yeah. coaches. Pretty impressive. Three Hall of Fame coaches. Yeah. Pete Carroll's probably a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. But Belichick, best coach of all time. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's he's probably the best owner of all time, right? And when you have the hashtag going again, we did it for the for the World Series, right? I'm a Red Sox fan. <laughs> did it for the World Series, beat LA, beat LA again, baby. That's true. Um, and Brady made a really really bold prediction the other day in one of our group chats. He said that he thinks that it's gonna go. Celtics. Cavs? Yeah, and then... No, no, Celtics, Cavs. Celtics, Lakers. Yeah. And then I said Bruins, Kings. Which the Kings are currently last in the NHL. Like, dead last. Like, meaning, like, not last in the the West. No. They're they're last in the NHL. Like, like, like worse than anybody on the East also. But regardless, that is a very bold prediction. Um, But also, to be fair, you already have, like, the final... You already have half of that, technically. And, like, Celtics, Lakers is, like... I've heard that many times. It's not a favorite, but it's still... Like, it's 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 definitely a possibility. Especially Very strong chance, yeah. But Kyrie's playing so well right now. So... I mean, now we're 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 kind of running out of time, so let's let's try and let's, let's try and give a, an analysis part, of, the breakdown of this. Yeah. T B T to two thousand and one. Yeah. The back there is two thousand and one, baby. That's true. But they were in St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> Sean, Mc, <laughs> Sean McVay was in high school. Julian Elman was also in high school, I think. Yeah, they, they were about the same school. age. Yeah. In high school. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, but Sean McVay was literally in high school the last time that they played. Yeah. 16 years old? Yeah. I think so. Probably. Anyways, yeah, I think he's 32, 33 now. Regardless, let's give them a so quick I wanna do. I'm going to do quickly. Mm-hmm. Who gets the advantage of the coaching? Sean McVay or Bill Belichick? Okay. I, I, like, as much as I want to say Sean McVay because I love Sean McVay and I love what he's doing right now, like, I, I, it's hard for me to go against Bill Belichick, especially So, the here, fine. Sean McVay, I don't even know his offense. I'm going to do Sean McVay because he's pretty much the offense coordinator and then Wade Phillips, defense coordinator. Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels. Which one? You, which two are you taking? Like like a two tandem or like... Because they're the, they're the two predominant coaches for each team. Like I guess I, like I'd have to go with the, the Patriots side, honestly. Kay. 
quarterback wise, Jared Goff or Tom Brady? Again, you can't go against Tom Brady. As much as I want to see Jared Goff do well, Tom Brady is the better quarterback. All right, now we're going to go Sony Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead, Todd, CJ, and then I don't even know who the third guy is. I think it's, I think it's John Kelly. They don't really roll. Those John Kelly. Whoever. So, those, which running backs are you taking? That's a tough one. Honestly, in my eyes, like, they're neck and neck. If not, maybe I'd say. Just the way that they use them. See, yeah, I was about to that, Just that, the way that they use I them, I think I might talent have to go. Talent wise, talent wise, Rams, Rams are way more talented. Yeah. But skill and scheme. That's what I'm saying. They ne- use Patriots. That's why That's why I'm saying neck and neck, where it kind of evens out, because the the talent wise is is heavier heavier favored on the Rams side, but I find that they're the way that the Pats use them is is smarter and better. I guess, yeah. So now let's move on to receivers. But I, I think I honestly now that I'm thinking about it, I, I'd, I'd probably go with the Rams on that one on the running back receivers. You can't argue that. Yeah, yeah. yeah receivers now: Brian Cooks, Robert Woods, Josh Reynolds, Julian Edelman. Is Cooper Cup out? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's out. That's what Josh Reynolds is there. Yeah. Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, Philip Dorsett. We'll save the third one probably. I, I take the Rams side. O line, I think it's fairly e- even, but the Patriots O lines. Historic right now. How, how, they how were sack all season. Not a single sack all, all postseason. 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 Was it ninety snaps? I think. Yeah, ninety six. Ninety. Yeah, ninety six snaps and zero sacks. Trent Brown. About to get paid. Yeah. Literally about to get paid. Good for him. He's a, he's a free agent upcoming. This coming off season. Yeah. Pages are gonna throw a brink truck at him, but it's all good. <laughs> now I'm gonna go D line. Aaron Donald, Nagama Kinsu, Michael Brockers, Trey Flowers. It depends what you call Trey Flowers, Malcolm Brown, and and Lawrence Guy. Is our go, third guy, I would say. I'm going with the Rams. Three, two of the best. Mainly because of Nagama Kinsu and, and Aaron Donald. Without a doubt, Aaron Donald. So now here, so okay. Now linebackers. This is where I really think. Whereas after we get through this breakdown, I'm gonna tell you where I think. Everybody goes, yeah. You have Mark Barron, Littleton, and was, I think they only use two linebackers. See so those two? Pictures of Kyle Van Noy, Orlando Roberts, and Dante Hightower. Yeah, I'd go with the Pats there. Now, secondary, Devin, Jason, McCordy. You have Jordan Harmon, Patrick Chung split because they use them equally. Mm-hmm. And Stephon Gilmore versus Patrick, Marcus Peters, Akeem Tlaib, John Johnson, and the Marcus Joyner. Like I, I, I'm I'm thinking more Rams mainly because of the names. the cornerbacks. No names but also the cornerbacks. I don't know. You, you can't, like, can't go wrong. Stephon Gilmore was the number one corner ranked this year. Like he was an yeah. all pro, the number one. Akeem Talib is He was good, he's very good, yeah. but he's not number he's one. Not pl- yeah, I know. And, and funny also Marcus en- Peters f- also funny doing enough, very well. like yeah. I don't know if you remember at the start of the season, Akeem Talib was said he wanted to go back to the Patriots. <laughs> Funny enough, he's playing them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so is Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Brandon Cooks also. That, that revenge. Was, but that was like, they traded him because they got or whatever. They wanted a first-round draft pick. Keith Lee was on Denver. He wanted to go to the Patriots. And... Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So where do you rank them now, Brady? Go go break them down your way. So where do you go? So let's start with the coaching staff. Go with the Patriots. Okay. Quarterback, Patriots. Running backs, Rams. Receivers, Rams. O-line. O-line. I'm gonna go Patriots. They're playing way better, clearly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, D line, 
I have to go Rams, linebackers, Patriots, and then secondary, I go Patriots. Okay. Just because so, Stephon Gilmore's playing better than Akeem Tlaib. Jason McCourty, I like him better in the Patriots scheme than the way they use Marcus Peters. I'm not saying Marcus Peters is a lot more talented, mm-hmm. and our safeties are better than their safeties, is what I'm trying to say. So as a whole, like, I mean, the only thing we really differed on was I said that the secondary, yes. I, I favor the Rams. Um, So, like, it, it, it's, it's pretty, not even, but I would say, like, because, like, the discrepancies are different in each of the spots. Ends, but I think obviously the Patriots beat their tight ends. I mean, if, they, if Gronk, they, they, if Gronk have, plays. they have the greatest tight end of all time. If Gronk plays, if Gronk's playing, like if he shows up, I mean, like if like, you he, know, like he he plays. He showed he plays up Gronk. when it mattered last game, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So here's where I think the Patriots not only just beat the Rams, they make them look silly. Really. This is where I think they make them look silly. Experience, uh, but not even experience. We're getting those crossing routes with Julian Edelman and Chris Hogan and Philip Dorsett. A lot of times, when they it depends, they're probably gonna be playing zone. They may be playing zone, or even if they play man to man, the inside the linebackers gonna get crossed up in the middle. Mm-hmm. The linebackers are so bad; like they're such a weak spot, right? They're gonna get James White off screen passes because Faye Wayfield loves to blitz, so you get a lot of screen passes, a lot of little in and out to a flat or up or five yards and in in the middle Tom just dumps it off to James White and once that happens you're going to build the run right because then they're going to get tired you're going to start running the ball so Michelle start feeding it eating away right little by little two yards two yards two yards two yards then he breaks one then he two yards two yards breaks one then play action down the field to Chris Hogan you know what I mean mm-hmm. this is where I see happening because the Rams they have the two best D-line players probably maybe tandem ever mm-hmm yeah, I agree. Besides in the 70s with the Steelers and whatever, or the Rams. You know what I mean? Their corners are good, but at the end of the day, like, they don't match up. Like, Akeem Tlaib is uh, not a fast. He's a strong. It will stop you at the line of scrimmage and close, like, little... It's... If the ball... It's go up and get it. He'll beat you to it. But Bill and Tom are going to play those balls to Akeem. Marcus Peters is a fast, like, can follow you, jump in front of the ball type of guy. But they won't let you do that because they're gonna be doing crossing routes, so you're gonna be running behind, trailing behind them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what that's 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 what I see them doing a lot, and they're gonna get one on one matchups with their safeties, who especially if it's the Marcus Joiner, very undersized on Gronk, and they're just gonna throw it, and he's Gronk's gonna stand there, catch it over them, and run over him. Yeah. And defensively, Stephon Gilmore shuts down Robert Woods. Then you have Jason McCourty and John Jones and jo- is it John Jones? As in like UFC fighter? No, number thirty-one. <laughs> I have and his last name is Jones. Whatever yeah, Jones. Jones yeah. Um, they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna take Brandon Cooks and they're gonna double with Devin McCourty, and you have Patrick Chung or Jordan Harmer helping out with Josh Reynolds and the third corner and the other corner, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's where I see that that shuts down that and then our linebacker you just put Doctor Hightower to spy on Todd Gurley mm-hmm. if he's in, if he's playing if he's not then you just have one blitz and you have your coverage their normal coverage and your D line has been playing astounding they got how many sacks on the Chiefs they they got a good amount of sacks and they they were like they they got the least amount of sacks I feel like this season like they were very like they weren't one of their best it's like not one key. of the best defenses. But they turned it up and they actually are playing like a top defense right now. Yeah. 
which they always do around this time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is where I'm like, I'm just leaning towards the Patriots. Look. 17 years apart between quarterbacks. I think Lady Tom Brady has more playoff, more Super Bowl games than the whole Rams team combined. Whole team combined. No, he does. He has more Super Bowl. He has more Super Bowl wins. Games. He has games played than they have combined. Oh, I don't know about that fact. Anyways. Well, the um, team has like two or three. A, a big thing that... Ethan said in his podcast, just a reference to that. Again, I feel like I'm referencing a lot to Ethan, but he had he had good points. Uh, he stated, it's hard to go against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady when you give them two weeks to prepare. That combination is deadly. Regardless of that combination, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, everybody knows you, you, you can't deny the fact that they are great. The go talk is a talk for another time. It's, it's not real talk anymore, though. You can't tell me no. You saw the stats. You talked about it last last part or two parts ago, yeah. where his 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 percentages are making it to the eighth championship game. That that in itself is you could say he's go. All his stats are either one behind number one or two behind, and he's the number one most winningest player ever, ever. Yeah. And playoffs and regular season, he's has the highest stats for playoffs. Just regular season, he may be behind Peyton and Drew. That's it, right? Yeah. Like, so you combine that all together, he's the best of all time. And you can make arguments that Payne and Drew had better weapons than Brady ever had. I mean, again, and that's this, for is, another, uh, that's, this is that, for another that's, episode, yeah. That's another episode. Yeah. I'm saying overall, the GOAT talk, you can't argue Brady's the best. And Fair. we need to drop all the penalty talk that the Pages got lucky. Pages didn't get lucky. They played a great game. They fought hard. They put themselves in a position to win. Look, Tom Brady threw only one, one, one touchdown last game. Okay. But they ran for. But a they bunch. ran. Yeah, exactly. They ran for a bunch, and it's the same with uh, the uh, Rams against New Orleans. They also threw one touchdown. He threw one touchdown and then ran for a few as well. Um, I think this game is going to be a solid game to watch. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like you said. We're gonna get, they're going to make them look silly, but at the same time, it, like I can't not say that the Pats are going to win. Like, as much as it irks me to say that, and as much as I really want the Rams to win because I really like their team this season. Oh, I thought they're the best, most talented team this year. Yeah, and I really like to watch them play also. Regardless, I just think that Tom and Bill combo. Are another level. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's hard. It's the greatest. It's hard to deny them. And it scares me because a lot of people are like, oh, if he wins, then he retires. I don't think so. I think he wants to go back again next year. I think they will. But they're like at the top of their game right now. Well, not at the top. Of, I mean, they they were what twelve and four this season. No, eleven five. Eleven five. They were better last year and they lost. Yeah. They had a better team last year and they lost. Yeah. They had a better team. But it's also like, yeah, okay. But I mean, last last season was a different story. Yeah, different season, different year. Yeah. All I'm saying it's is, holes. let's be real. They have a chance to go back to Super Bowl again next year. They are the favorite to go right now. Start of the off season, whatever it is, they're always going to be the favorite. Because Brady and Belichick are on the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, so, like you said before, like I don't they're, see they're Brady res- retiring next. Even if he wins, I don't see him retiring. I think he's gonna go back, mm-hmm. and he has one game to win, and he goes back to back champs, right? I mean, Two he's, games. He's forty-one. He's, he's forty-one. He's still showing that he has some gas in him. He could still definitely. He hasn't played bad. I know. It's not like it's not like he's like Max Kellerman likes to roast him, but like that guy is like a try to be Scabalis, man. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
I don't want to say it's, anymore. It's, it's controversy. It's, it's controversy. controversial. End of the day, the, the guy's the GOAT. I want him to come back next year. We're going to go for so, Pete. We're going to be the Bills, but not lose every so what do you, four Super Bowls. Let's, let's just go. Let's let's end this pod now with a quick prediction. What do you the think score the, score, the score Yeah, score is? 31-21 Patriots. Okay. I'm going to say 31. I agree with that. But I think that the – I think it's going to go 31 27. I think it's going to be closer than what you All think. Right. I think it's I think they're going to get up to 24, 24 and then a and field then a the field goal, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I want to argue that with you cuz it doesn't yeah. matter, but I know. I just think it's going to be a closer game than you think. Regardless, I still I think, think the Pats I think I still it'll think be 28, not 27 cuz I don't think I don't, I don't think if they're down, right? They'll be down. I don't see, go so I don't see Sean McVay going for threes, going for field goals to try to score touchdowns. Okay, fair. And maybe he hits on one and misses on the other, right? Yeah, but like so, Greg's a, Greg, Greg the leg, he doesn't, doesn't matter. miss. Doesn't matter if you're down. Dude, last by, game when he when he hit one down by he, ten, when depends he, how much time left. When Greg Zerlane hit one from like fifty yards, I think he hit it from like 50, 55, 57 yards. He kicked it where he could have hit it from seventy yards. Like like oh, the ball the ball the ball was like like up high on the uprights. He's the best kicker. Greg's the leg besides Justin Tucker in the league. Adam Vinatieri. He can't keep that far anymore. Well, Barry's anymore. Older. You're, oh, you're saying right, currently? I thought you said like, all time. Okay. Oh, all time. Adam and Terry will not be touched. Yeah. But that's for another day. Okay. Another another goat talk. <laughs> um, Anyways, I mean that that pretty much wraps up our episode. We want. Did you, to... Do you have any, Do you have anything else to rant about before uh, we we log no, off for the meeting? Since we did it last week, I want to do it again this week. I want to send out my condolences to Jeremy's wife's family. He lost his grandmother. I concur. CSD, I concur. CSD sends out our love to you. Our hearts to your hearts. Uh, wish you... What else is there? Yeah, you know what? Check out. We, I, I gave Isaac shit. Has he got back onto the writer's group? Yeah, he does. Yeah, we're this trying is, to... This is a call for Aaron. Aaron says he's going to write us an article about why Carson Wentz is better than Nick Foles because that's a controversial topic as well. I like that. So, Aaron, I'm calling you on pod live. We want, we want the article. Aaron, you heard it here. In, in in case you didn't hear it properly the other day, you're gonna rewrite that article for us as soon as Isaac gets on uh, gets on his mojo with uh, with getting on the writers' asses. Um, anyways, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, remember to look forward to uh, the rest of our pods that we're gonna release. Uh, follow us. Get on ready for the Super yeah, Bowl. Get ready for the Super Bowl. And congratulations to us for being. One year anniversary. Oh yeah, it's one year anniversary. Well, year, one year anniversary for our Facebook group, not one one year uh, Facebook page, not one Arts. year anniversary for our for I think our, our last pod was the Super Bowl. Our first pod was the Super Bowl last year. No, because I think we made CST. Oh no, we started with articles. Yes, but our first pod was the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll have to I'm look back. You, I remember that. recording it. Yeah. After right after I was drunk and I was crying and it was. Oh yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Whatever we it is, what it is. Yeah. We're gonna sign off with a go blue. Good night, guys. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Casual Sports Talk. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on SoundCloud so you can know exactly when we release a brand new episode. Also, be sure to be following us on Facebook and Instagram at Casual Sports Talk and on Twitter at Casual Sports Pod. Also, be on the lookout for CST Daily, where we do a daily rundown of everything that happened in the world of sports. 
You can find it on our Instagram story or on our Facebook page. See you next time.